I'm at Stone Berlin and randomly, uh, while I'm here, I've bumped into to Logan from Beavertown. So, so I've come all the way to, to Germany to, to, to find beers that I can get locally available. <laughs> it's a pleasure, yeah, sorry about that. <laughs> no, no, it's fine. Um, <laughs> what, why are you here? Um, you're part of the, the, the Cantober Fest that, that, that Stone are doing here in, in, in Berlin, aren't you? Yeah. Which is essentially promoting good beer in cans, isn't it? Exactly, yeah. I think um, I, I got a call from Greg um, a couple of months ago uh, saying that he was going to put on this, this event over the month of October called Cantoberfest. And it was about purveying the, the greatness of cans and why uh, many of us have decided to go into cans and the positives behind that. Uh, and um, I'm just, you know, I'm honoured to be here, obviously, and for Greg to have reached out and to come out here for the afternoon and... And, and, and hook back in with the guys. I've been here a few times before, so mm-hmm. it's nice to see the brew team again and, and some of the bar guys and, and just hang out and see how they're progressing themselves. But also, yeah, to talk to people about cans. And I know um, Greg and, and the guys at Stone have made a big push towards this, particularly in Europe. And, and we did, uh, likewise, three and a half years ago, I think, uh, along with Four Pure and Camden at roughly the same time, in London, and uh, it's it's been you know it's been tremendous ever since. I was worried, similarly, I think to probably how m- maybe the guys are feeling here, you know, how it's going to be received. And um, as we were just talking about, you know, uh, three and a half years ago, we didn't know which way it was really going to mm. go, and I was shitting myself. Um, you know, we just invested in a canning line, and we had a bottling line, and and cans just flew within three months. Cans were ninety-seven percent of our small pack, and. And then we sold the bottling line. Yeah. <laughs> so that was so, a waste of money. So, so that was a very easy decision to you <coughs> yeah. to make, wasn't it? To, to go exclusively to, to, to cans. Yeah. Um, yeah. Where, what do you think that says about the UK market right now? Because let, let, let's be honest, it's, it's very much dominated by canned beer right now. There are still lots mm, of great yeah. breweries putting out lots of great beer in bottles. Yes, but yes. All you see people talking about on social media are, are canned products, really. They're, they're the ones that really ignite people's um, imagination and their discussion. So where, where, where do you think, is, is that, that, that's just going to continue in the UK, do you think? I think, um, you know, as I said back in three and a half years ago, wine back, uh, I was worried how it was going to go. And I think we were particularly lucky because the drinker, the demographic of new craft beer drinker, of new beer drinker, if you like, um, that appreciates a great beer is just up for trying something new and vibrant and, and, and that takes their eye, you know, and, and lo and behold, a lot of the beer that was going into can um, was great and has continued to improve since then. I think, you know, a lot of people have started at a basic uh, entry level like we did and we've invested, um, I think we invested nearly half a million pounds in our new canning line two years ago. So we knew, you know, we had to, to, to really look after our beer in cans and now we get amazing levels of uh, low dissolved oxygen and the stability and the freshness is is bang on point so with all those things a you've got great beer in cans and then you've got um, a demographic of drinker that is up for trying stuff and mm. and uh, and and supporting things that they believe in and the can you know i thought that that we were going to have to go out there as beavertown and educate why the can was this way uh, you know why it proved so positive to beer and I thought there was going to be a big stigma towards it because, as we know, there's a lot of six for a fiver in the UK. But that mentality is changing. And even, you know, over the last year, a lot of the big grocers, the big supermarkets have really embraced canned beer. And you see Tesco wiping out 25, 30 percent of their industrialized lagers to replace it with 
majority can be, mm-hmm. you know, and it's um, there's just a willingness, I think, and that comes from being maybe maybe from being British. Although people think we're reserved at times, we actually like to give things a go. And lo and behold, we've got great beer in cans now, so happy days. So, interesting point you mentioned there about sort of canned beer in supermarkets. That's still not a market that you guys have really gone into. No, not at all, no. Is is, is that um, purely out of because you you still want to supply the independent market? Or is it because you've not found for want of a better phrase, the right deal mm. in, in, in terms of getting your beers in, into supermarkets? Because recently, I suppose, we, we've seen what one of the big announcements is, is Magic Rock now supplying some of their beers to, to, to M&S, which, yeah, yeah. which was quite a surprise in, in, in terms of suddenly, <laughs> you, you know, you've got, you've got these beers appearing all over the place. Is, is, what's your standpoint on, on, on supplying supermarkets? Um, I guess my motto over the last three years since moving into the, the, the brewery in Tottenham, which has given us a lot more capacity, is, uh, and again, this has changed from, from, let's just roll it back six years when I was still home brewing, to then being in Dukes in the barbecue joint where we supplied just Dukes, to then supplying just Hackney. My perception of what Beavertown is has changed massively, and my perception of what we are and what we can reach and who we can touch with beer um, in the market and at the relevance of great beer in the market has expanded and it's blown me away to be honest so yeah for the last three years of being in Tottenham it's all about great beer on every street corner that's my mission you know mm-hmm. let's give people option um, you know let's let's allow people to walk down to the end of the road and buy a great IPA or a great Gozer or you know an imperial stout instead of just a bog standard industrialized fizzy um, yellow beer um for want of a better (laughs) word um so yeah up until now we we haven't you know of course we we're really honored to be working with people like whole foods and booths further up north um but you know we do have plans to expand and it would be great to 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 be able to to branch out and Mm -hmm. to be able to work with right partners to supply people on every street corner and yeah i think you know that time will come and and we've got great relationships out there that we just haven't been able to, to work with at present. And that's because also I want, I've made a, a big kind of, uh, I guess, a strategy, if you like, to work um, with bars, you know, to get the beer on the bar, to get people pouring the beer, to get the barman interacting with the drinker uh, and to get people turned on when they go out and they go for a pint and they see Gamma Ray or Neckel or Lupuloid or whatever it might be. And they go, yes, Beavertown's in-house, wicked. Um, and to build that relationship there, I think there's nothing better, you know, I hark on about the pub all the time, but there's no better place to talk or drink about anything, you know, whether it's, you know, marriage or divorce or death or a new beer or, you know, what's on TV than the pub. And I think, you know, if that all revolves around a great beer and if that's Gamma Ray and, and Neck Oil or, or whatever it might be, then I'm really, that's been our kind of main drive. And of course the cans to us are, you know, that perfect vessel. And we'd like to expand that in the future. But at the moment, it's just been about, yeah, a big kind of drive towards our service, towards um, on trade. And you mentioned a couple of times there expansion. So last time we spoke was was three years ago. It was just after you'd moved into the new premises, which was an expansion from, a a rapid expansion from your previous premises. Yeah, it was a big one, yeah. Into the new one. You've you've continued to expand in in, in the last three years, getting the most out of your brewery space, opening up the um, the Tempest project in in, in, in the units opposite as as well. 
obviously expansion is still on your mind. You, you can see it when you talk about it. You're, you, you're kind of you, you're a little bit torn in terms of where you're going. <laughs> are you almost not in here? No. But are you almost are you almost at a point where you've outgrown your site again? And are, are you looking to, to move again, or are you still trying to, to get the most out of where you are now? Uh, we've we have outgrown our site for sure, and we are trying to get the most out of what we can do on site. And Team Beaver has been amazing in the way it's applying itself day in, day out um, to improve what we do, but to, to try and brew more. Um, so, yeah, the investments that we've made around our team is obviously helping that team to grow, supporting that team to grow, uh, and then investing in obviously more stainless um, is important. And uh, new bits of equipment like a centrifuge has recently come online, which is something we, we should have probably invested in a while back. but. Um, We've eventually got round to it, and that's going to give us another 30 or 40% increase in production. So, that yeah, that's been a fascinating turn. Um, and we, we realized that, you know, at the end of this year, um, and then a full, I guess, a full cycle next year, we, we're not going to be able to brew any more beer uh, volume-wise on site in, in Tottenham. So, yeah, we've been planning for the last 12 months of where we're going to go, what we're going to do, what it's going to look like. Um, and we're quite a long way down the road to making that happen, which is really exciting. Um, so yeah, there is going to be there is going to be uh, a new horizon for Beavertown, and Tottenham will always will hopefully stay as is, um, and that will have a massive um, part to play in our future uh, with regards, as you say, the Tempers mm-hmm. project and and uh, yeah, you know, I see the the I've always talked about beer as a canvas that we kind of we dance upon and create and I think if you've got multiple levels of production whether it's the the um, you know the kind of four barrel kit that I started on and then this, the 55 heck that we're on now and then the new brewery you know you've got many different angles to attack beer out there and stimulate people and I think um, when this all comes off it's going to be it's going to allow us as a brewery to have so as a brewery to have maximal flexibility to do many great things yeah. And that's the main thing. It sounds like there are really exciting times ahead, and you talk about being able to do many more great things. Yeah. Let's also look at what you've recently done as well. So you've 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 stepped on a little bit from just producing beer, and and you've recently produced one of the the UK's most innovative beer festivals in in Thanks. the extravaganza, which which Thanks. was probably a first for the UK market in terms of what you were aiming to do with it. Yeah must have been a massive headache and many sleepless nights for you over it but looking back on it is is it what you hoped it would be beyond way beyond it was like my wedding day uh i keep telling this to my wife and the guys and she hates it she's like this wasn't our wedding day. It was, this was your wedding day this was all about logan <laughs> i was like well yeah i guess it was but you were there with me um and no, again, the team absolutely excelled and kicked it out of the park massively. Sam, our brand and comms manager, and Kieran, our events manager, um, as a team, absolutely smashed it. And then everybody else who piled on in the last couple of weeks to help uh, push it over the line did a great job. And the Skull and Tears, the volunteers that we had, uh, made the day. I can't tell you, actually, you know, without those guys, I know it sounds corny, but the the level of attention and care that they, they put in on the day. I managed to get around you know, a few of the bars and check how everybody was doing and uh, those guys were absolutely phenomenal. 
um, you know, they didn't drink, <laughs> but they helped. They yeah. they helped. They helped the they helped the, the brewery that were they were with. They helped us. They worked with us. Um, and then you know, the next day they had a great day, or the day before they had a great day. But without those guys, um, yeah, it wouldn't have been what it was. But as an as an execution of a dream of the last four or five years of traveling around the world and absorbing bits and pieces from many different uh, festivals. Um, yeah, I've been like a little kind of thief, just pinching little ideas like a little magpie and bringing them back to the nest. And that was the culmination of, I think, all those things. Mm. Um, and the team absolutely pulled it off. And I think, you know, whenever you put on, a, whenever a brewery puts on a festival, it is, you know, this is about the celebration of beer but also the people that make it. So having those guys fly in from the four corners of the planet um, and celebrate with us was a massive occasion. And the uh, the after party, the brewers after party, was one hell of a celebration as well. I, I managed to get up there and stage dive. And, <laughs> you know, it was just one of those dreamy nights when you look back at it and you think, God, we, we've achieved so much. And I think rightly, as you as you said, you know, I think what we've managed to pull off is is hopefully something special for the UK and... And for London as a beer capital and the UK as a, a beer capital uh, within the world, you know, it's um, hopefully we can inspire people to, con you know, to continue to, you know, do better, um, you know, to improve what they're doing, because that's what we try and do every time. We've already had a massive feedback session where it's like, God, what can we do next year? How can we improve what we did? Uh, where did we fall down? Where did we, you know, I don't know, where can we, you know, tweak and twist? Mm. So, no, I'm so chuffed so chuffed with what we did and, and as a result of that you've also got um which which somebody described to me as um the drunken love child of the extravaganza which is the the afterburn oh yeah is, uh, which is the, the drunken uh, love child <laughs> which is all of the collaborations that happened as a as a result of you bringing all of those people yeah in, into the uk <laughs> at, at, at yeah. one, uh, one time which is which is happening in a few weeks time yeah um and which it, I must admit, I, I, I saw it on Twitter, it, it popped up in my feed that it was happening, yeah. and then the next thing that popped up was that it was sold out. So, again, you, you, know, you, you look down the list of collaborations that have happened as a result of, of, of the festival that you created. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Again, you must be able to take a step back from that and, and be quite happy with, with, with the result of that. Do you know what? I'm proud because we're all mates, you know, we're all buddies, we're all brothers and sisters together, and... Um, that shows the depth of the friendship, I think, and of the, the I don't know what the word is, the kind of com community and family that we're involved within, that you can get these great breweries flying in from everywhere and going, oh, by the way, dude, you know, uh, Cloudwater, Magic Rock or Siren, can we come and brew? And yeah, of course, you know, there's always an open door, um, I think, within our world. And that's one of the things that makes it such a special industry. So to pull that all together, um, it was a great idea so I think yeah it just kind of made sense that all these beers are brewed I don't know how many we've got is it like 14 or 16 or something it's a ridiculous amount I mean, outside of what we what yeah. we brewed as well so it's yeah it's going to be a nice uh, array of beers and uh, yeah again it's another celebration a reason to celebrate it's mm -hmm. going to be some great beer from some great British breweries and some great some great friends from across the water so are we going to see the extravaganza again next year yeah it's that that's it now it's you're happy with what you've done and you're just going to get better at it. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, that's it. That's all you can do is try and improve. And um, as I say, we've, we've, we've looked at what we can do. And, you know, it's tough when you fly in nearly 700 beers from, you know, some amazing breweries, all of them amazing. Um, you have to, and the, you know, and you try and plan 
how much beer you can fly in, how much are they going to sell in a session? Uh, okay, and then you kind of recalculate that for next year. And yeah, there's little things we can do, but I think overall we're super stoked with it, with the way it went. And we've we're we're going to be working with the same venue, mm-hmm. um, which was the main thing, obviously, to to rebook the place. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, they were super supportive um, and really helped our team out. So yeah, we couldn't ask for a better place to to put it on, mm-hmm. you know. And God willing, it'll be the same same time next year. Excellent. What's next for Beeftown? Where, where, where do you go now? As a brewery, um, you know, we, we've made some great additions recently in our team. Uh, and, our, and that's about, you know, helping our team to, to grow as individuals and as, and as, and as a group of people. Um, so that's always key, um, you know, to continue to stimulate and innovate in what we do, uh, to keep having fun. And... Um, yeah, eventually, you know, whether it's in 18 months or 24 months, there'll be a whole new horizon for, for Beaver, Beaver Town. And it's going to be really exciting. So, yeah, there's lots of planning to yeah. be done. But um, I can't wait. I really can't wait. And I think underneath it all, we've only just still scratched the surface of what we can all achieve as, as brewers of great beer in the UK, in Europe, in the world. So, um, no, I can't wait to just, just keep keep going <laughs> I, th- I think that's that, that that's that's great you know I mean that you know like I said at the outset we we spoke to you three years ago and you pretty much said exactly the same thing then but if, if you look back in in what you've achieved in three years you've achieved an awful amount but yet you're still sitting here saying there's still more to do there's loads we're, more we're, to we're do still much more there's, there's to, to so do much more to do yeah. it sounds like there's some really exciting times there is uh, i think there. for everybody involved in in people who are considerate about what they do how they do it um you know working with bars and accounts and working with the big supermarkets you know whatever it might be there's so much more that we can do um to 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 make great beer a mainstay in in life in general mm-hmm. Well, listen, thanks for your time. Uh, really appreciate it. And just still the coincidence of <laughs> happening across one another in, in Berlin. Of all yeah. um, I hope the event goes well t- thanks. T- tonight as well and that you're able to, uh, t- to bring the Beaver Town to, to, to the guys here and, and let people sample some of, some of the great beers that you do. Thanks, yeah. Cheers. It's going to be great.